radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. It's a sad time we live in when talk show hosts are excited to watch a World War II documentary in lieu of a sporting event. It's become your your replacement for sports. World War that's II a, documentaries. Oh, here, but here's why but I we like know it who, so much. We know who won. Yeah, that sounds like somebody else I know in my life. I, I here's why I, I frankly I like it because yeah I do know a bit about World War II. I've read a few oh, things, seen think? a few things. Yeah, uh, built a few things. But the reason I really like this series, I believe, and I believe it's called Soviet Storm, and I believe it's on Amazon Prime. I think I have that right. The reason I like it is because it's from the Soviet perspective. Which I've never yes. really studied before. It, it, I've watched it, and um, you can't read the maps. <laughs> you can't. They're read, in acrylic. The other, I know. I the other I part. Can't that, read acrylic. I'm trying not to make this. The other thing that's just staggering are the casualties, and they say it's okay. Well, that was two hundred and forty thousand men. <laughs> like, excuse me. Wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, and all the generals who they show their they show their 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 data they show their lifespan. All of them like born in the like eighteen late eighteen hundreds, and they all die like 1941, 1942, <laughs> either at the hands of the Germans or at the hands of Joe Stalin. It's not I pleasant. Let me put I it shouldn't that way. be even grinning over this. No, this you is shouldn't. very sad. It is, indeed. All right, and, and we're going to move on past that because we don't Please. need sports. We don't need sports. We have money to talk about. Hello, I'm Don. The guy over there who's uh, nuts over the Soviet Union documentary is Tom. Soviet Storm. Soviet Storm. 855-935-TALK is the number that you need to use to give us a call during the course of the program or any other time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It just doesn't get a lot easier than this. 855-935-TALK. We also discovered by accident last week that you guys figured out my email address. Shocking as that it, might be, Don so at hard. Vestry. Yeah. yeah, so you figured Tough out my one. email address and you went, eh, I don't want to call. I'm going to send it a question. And then it sort of exploded. And so we got a couple of questions during the show at my email, and now I have a bunch of them at my email address that we're going to answer right. at some point. Also coming up today, a special guest appearance, and we do not do guests very often, but we make an exception for one person. <laughs> one Why do we person. make this exception? Why? We, we It's a guy named Pablo, not Escobar. Oh, that's why. Yeah, okay. Yeah, not Escobar, mm -hmm. yeah, because he's not here anymore. Pablo Meriman, Pablo de Meriman, one of the Tres Amigos, yes. uh, is going to be stopping by to... Uh, soon. Soon, to talk about he's, stuff. And he's, he's very punctual, so I guarantee you he will be here. Oh, so if you don't here. know Paul, you should know him. He's been uh, talking about money since 1983. And uh, by the way, there, is there anyone else you know that, that spent a lifetime accumulating all this knowledge and then retired and gave it all away for free? It's kind of a weird thing when you think about it, which is what he's yeah. done. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's good you have thing. to buy their book or, yeah, I mean, but yeah. he gives it, I mean, you go to his website, he does have, it's all there. You know, but he does have like, you can buy his book still. Yeah, stuff, but, but you don't have to. You, you get all to. the portfolios, you get all the, anyway, it's all well, there, I mean, look so. at us. We're all giving away the next class well, for free. Well, that's true. Look that's that. true. Look which at is, us. Which is Tuesday. So, and I want to know how many of you are still worried because you shouldn't be worried, right? About after what? After the month of April. About your money. After oh, about April. money. Yeah, we are a money yeah, show. Yeah, no, it's so easy now. 
April was great. What happened? Unbelievable. Yeah, April, the S&P 500 up 12.7%. The Russell 2000, those smaller stocks, thank goodness they made more, 13.7. The NASDAQ up 15.4, probably just due to Amazon. Wasn't that the um, biggest gain for the market since 87 or something in yeah, one month? January 1987. Wow. Uh, but if you're feeling really great about that, then you can step back and look at the year-to-date numbers. Still not very pleasant. Uh, the 100% stock portfolio down 25% right now, 60-40, kind of a balance between stocks and bonds, off 15.1. The S&P 500 down about 12 year-to-date. And I mean, here's the other thing you should be considering, because the, it's fast. the news cycle is really turning pretty fast right now, if you hadn't noticed. There's like all there's a reason a lot of people are listening to Como regularly now, mm-hmm. because things are changing very quickly. So... This this great month of April might end soon. We might go into another. It, wait, it, we're it, already no, still no, in no, a bear. It might no, get worse. No, 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 no. The Let month will end. You. The month ended already. <laughs> Thank we're you. We're in May. The great month That's of April point. ended. We don't know what May will hold. Could Indeed. it be bullish? Could it be bearish? There's no way to know. But you have to be ready to deal with it no matter what it does. That's why we have Paul joining us shortly here on Talking Real Money. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK. That is our phone number. You can also send questions in to Don... At Vestry.com, D-O-N. Not D-A-W-N, I'm like the male version of Don. Like master, like lord, like Don. Don McDonald. Oh, like Don, Don. The, the Don, that yeah, Don. The okay, Don. yeah, the Don. Oh. Mm-hmm. 855-935-TALK is our number. It's free and easy. We'd love to talk with you. We're waiting for Paul. Apparently, he's still socially distancing he's still in the green from his room. phone. He's getting his makeup on. I tried to he's tell him that wasn't in. necessary, but I know. I told him he doesn't really need to do that, but he... Oh wait, let me anyway, before he gets here. Let me let me put my mask on. And I'll talk. You got to your mask on mask, yeah. and your 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 distance you know, to the tune of thirty five hundred miles. You should be doing okay. a talk show with a mask on is not very effective. They somebody sent out a note <clears> yesterday <throat> saying we're going to do the high school soccer season referee in masks. I was like, I'm I'm not. I'm telling you, more appropriate, more appropriate for for soccer refs particularly yeah. would be Darth Vader helmets. You want the, like, yeah, we have one of those around the office that really scares people. Well, why don't you do one of those questions Yellow real card. quick before Eight, Paul five, okay. calls us. Oh, you're going to love this one. This is one okay. left over from last week, and I saved this yeah. one just for us. It's for, this you is can for send this in to Don, Don yeah. at Vestry.com if you'd prefer yeah, yeah, to yeah. do that rather than calling. So yeah. go ahead. I have done, I did a ton of research on this one mm-hmm. in, the, uh, in the interim. All right, here's the question. The, que- the topic is question. <laughs> yes. I have invested in 2018 for the long term with Vanguard. Okay. It's the preface. You've I considered volatility, but in caps, the pandemic has added such a house of cards that I do not see how this can rebound without losing so much that I could not recover for five or more years. Consider that this pandemic 
leaves us worse off than the 1929 crash and depression that did not rebound for 15 years and a war. Why should I stay in the market? Which war were we talking about there? And World, War II. World War II. World the War II. The one you're watching, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so, wait a minute. I'm trying to make sure I'm okay. understanding the point. The stocks the point didn't make saying, anything from 1945 to 1960? No, no, no. She did, She's saying that the, the, the stock market from the 29 crash didn't recover ah, okay. for more than 15 years. Now, this is a Got very it. common argument you hear it is. among those who are trying to convince you that the, that the stock market could destroy you financially. But it's a totally spurious argument. I actually did, did the research. Yeah, I did the research. I could see that. You I wrote did. it down there. How many people, one, you, you should not have a 100% equity portfolio. Very few people can deal with the ups and downs of that. Of course, if you're a young person and you're investing for 30 years down the road, sure, if you can handle it, you bet. But if you had a globally diversified equity portfolio in 1929 and you held it for nine years, you recovered everything you see what people forget to throw in Paul's there the trying dividends. to call by the way 855-935-8255 that's probably the problem did you give him the wrong number? i gave him the wrong i think so what, oh, what's geez. what the last four eight two five five well, talk t-a-l-k oh i don't know a couple yeah. years all right so all right <laughs> if you if you were in the 70 yeah. to 90 percent portfolio you recovered in eight years if you were in the 40 to 60 percent stock portfolio you recovered that, in the seven other amount years in, that the other amount in bonds yeah with the other amount yeah. in bonds I, and if you were tw if you were 20 80 you recovered in five years and that's from the worst we've ever seen and you can't compare today to the crash of 1929 because we didn't have all of the stop gaps that we did as fact in fact many of those social programs that helped save the economy eventually came about during the roosevelt administration the banks crashed because banks had no backstop they had no means by which to cover depositors who lost their money you cannot possibly you're you're if, if you if you you're, you're just a, you're really beyond a worry wart if you actually think this is going to look like the great depression of the 1930s okay so you're saying it's different this time it's totally different this time <laughs> Isn't that what we always tell people not but to it's, say? But it is totally different this time. <laughs> well, the 1929 okay. crash, you studied history. It was this Yes. It was this horrible It was more conflict. Yeah, it was a combination of all kinds of awful things. Well, yeah, and the government We've did got not react well to that either. But and, and you're right. We have done things we had tariffs systemically we had yeah, global we had we had global economies like the german economy that because of the the settlement of world war 1 ended up decimated you know you you had a lot of things going on that were that for which it's different now it really is sure could we have a pandemic that would destroy us yes yeah but, i again I, but i guess the question would be what are you going to do as an alternative there yeah what is the alternative well, you, you go put it in a CD that's now going to, you know, two-year CD that's going to pay you one. Mm -hmm. I mean, because interest rates are so very low. So, I mean, that's the question, right? What is the alternative? So, my answer is I'm going to trust that, that companies will figure this out and we get on with our lives. And that's really pretty much all you can do. Or you can just sit around and worry that the world is going to end, but... Odds are it probably won't. 855-935-TALK. Paul now has the correct number. And we have joining us. 
Thank you. This is Thank my fault. I got it. I, I, <laughs> is it one of those no things kidding. where they tell you, call this number at 5 o'clock, see you later? No, that was my bad. So uh, please welcome Paul Merriman, who is, of course, the founder of Merriman, going back to 1983. He still does a podcast called Sound Investing, pretty good podcast, writes a lot. He's yeah. By the way, you can go I, – I mentioned this, Paul, before we got you on the air, that you're one of the only people I know who spent a lifetime accumulating all this information – uh, wisdom, and then just gives it away to people free after he re- retires. And I'm using air quotes about retire. Well, but well, I gotta say, I'm really confused because a moment ago you said my podcast is pretty good. Now you're saying I'm really this very wise <laughs> old guy who, by the way, feels very different about the 1929 hmm. to 38 experience. Than my good friend Don McDonald. Well, since you're I one of the few people that were trading like- trading stocks at that time, why don't you tell us about that then? <laughs> Go ahead. Well, let, let me tell you what matters. It's not today. It's not tomorrow. It's not the next year. But for most of us, even those of us that are retired and living off of our money, we're talking a longer period of time. Did you know that the loss from 1929, or let's say 30 to 39, the loss in the S&P 500 was a lower loss than the loss from 2000 to 2009. How do you think about that? Which was about, what, 1% a year or something, 2000 to 2010? The, Is that what you mean? Two, yeah, 2000 yeah. through the end of 2009, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so... But there's more. But oh, there there's is more. more. I'm, Dr. Doom always has more negative numbers. Go ahead, Doc. <laughs> no, uh, these are. this is the good news. Oh, okay. What we think of as a really bad time. I'm feeling the religious 19... fervor welling up inside me now that you're going to tell us the good news. <laughs> Come on now. I believe. So what I'm I telling believe. you is, is that we do think there's little to learn from the past. And in fact, for people who had the money and the patience to make it through that 10-year period after 29, it was actually inflation-adjusted about, I think, a 3 or 4% a year gain. Wow, As that's pretty to- impressive. And we're going to take a quick break, Paul. We'll be right back with our guest, Paul Merriman. You can join in at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. I'm Don. That's Tom over there. And on the phone is Paul Merriman, our good friend, who Tom called Dr. Doom. But in reality, he's sharing nothing but good news today. Yeah. And so we want to do mention a couple of things. The three of us used to do a radio show podcast to podcast together that uh, was picked money, uh, the best money podcast by Money Magazine in 2008. And we will be doing a class together this Tuesday, Cinco de Mayo at high noon. You can register for that at uh, talkingrealmoney.com. So, okay. All right. We're enough kidding around. Let's get serious here. What are yeah, you Yeah, will there are... be any food? <laughs> I like I that. Know. I make it I'm making tacos. You can all come over to Florida and get <laughs> some. Okay. That's okay. very serious. Seriously, though, what do you tell I mean, this was a very sharp downturn. This is an uh, unprecedented event. What are you telling people that own stocks about the future? Well, first of all, Temporary bear markets, temporary bear markets 
should not be a life changer. What I want people just, as long as they're going to worry about losing money, I'd like them to sit down and figure out how many things they're doing that are causing permanent loss, not temporary loss, but permanent loss. And I think that, that this is something you guys do so well, is showing people the things that they can control. They can control their expenses in the investments that they have. And when they're paying expenses that are too high, they are turning what would otherwise be a very fine investment long-term into a loser that's much bigger than any bear market. But you just said a temporary bear market. Now you got me worried. Can there be a permanent bear market? Yes. A permanent bear market is when you invest for the long term. And remember what a temporary bear market is a loss of 20%, right? Yep. That's what we all agree. What if Mm -hmm. I showed you what you were doing was not only leading to a loss short term, but that for the rest of your life, whatever your kids inherited, you can just deduct 20% off the top of what they should have gotten had you used good common sense. So you're saying that that uh, that portfolio I bought back in the 90s of Enron, uh, Delta Airlines, General Motors, and Washington Mutual was a mistake? What's wrong with Come on. Oh, I forgot my WorldCom. Yeah, I wanted a little. I wanted you know, a little telecom in there. That's a really good point because we can look back to what they call the Nifty Fifty in the seventies. Actually, the Nifty Fifty was established in the sixties, but kind of recognized in the seventies. So a lot of people thought, you know, buying this this portfolio of these very top rated individual companies was the right thing to do, and in fact. That portfolio way underperformed the S&P 500 and other very fine indexes. So, uh, and, and I also might add that people trying to market them, how many people have you run into that have said, I've been out of the market since 2008, been trying to figure out when to get in, and by golly, now I know it's certainly not the good time to get in. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's wait for wait, the market wait, to wait, go back. Wait, 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 wait. Wasn't the end of March the right time to get in? March 23rd or something? Something like that. No, March, I don't 9th, know. Mar- March 9th in 2009. No, there you theoretically go. Theoretically, the date again. But, but, but the fact is, you can literally, by trying to time this sucker, you can end up with half the money you should have had to live on and half the money that you should have been able to leave to your heirs. And it's those kinds of things that that we really, we each individually can control. If Sometimes it takes an advisor. Sometimes it takes a lot of self-discipline. But you've got to go the, stay the straight and narrow by by the law, by the rules of successful investing. I mean, they're in your book, Don. Well, yeah, and we're, and we're going to look forward to talking to you about that on Tuesday. <laughs> Paul will be part of the uh, the making a bear market bearable. What, before you go, real quick, what's the one thing you want to do after we get Phase Four here in the great state of Washington? We just have a few seconds. He only has ten seconds. What are you, what are you going to want to do, Paul? What's going to be on the list? Number one. I want a good fish taco. I don't know. I just <laughs> I want to eat out. That's what I want to do. Right, fair oh enough. yeah, you and me <laughs> both. Amen. Thanks, Thanks, Paul, Paul, so much. We'll see you on Tuesday. Look forward to it. 855-935-TALK, our number. Tom and Don are talking real money.
Money Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Want to thank Paul for stopping by. And by the way, if you want to learn more about all the free stuff he gives away, just go to paulmerriman.com. M-E-R-R-I-M-A-N, not M-E-R-R-Y. It's phenomenal, He's, the amount of stuff. I mean, the articles, the, the portfolios, the 401 case. There's a lot there. So take advantage yeah, of it, I say. Yeah. Just kind of like talking real money. There's a There's lot, a lot there. there. And yes, the three of us are doing the class together on Tuesday at noon. Three Amigos, Cinco de Mayo, making the bear market more bearable. We still have about 100 seats left, right? We're doing 300. Yes. That's going to be a big class. So We are currently at... 190 people yeah. signed up for the so class. So do it. Join and us. It's going to be great. 300 max capacity on our A lot Zoom of time for account. Q&A, just like this show. We up we upgraded from the 100 because the last time we did a class, we went over 100. Yeah. So uh, we had to upgrade. All right. So you have an invitation to join us here on the show to get questions answered and talk about money issues that concern us all. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And Chris... Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Chris. How can we help you? Well, I've been listening for the last hour. and I, uh, you know, I've been, been thinking that if, if history repeats itself, it means that, that we, uh, we're resilient. Just our, our finances are, and globally, people bounce back. And um, if we learned anything from 2006, 7, and 8, the the markets came back and so i i have some thoughts that you know a lot of people think gee now is not time to, to buy stocks but if one was to be thinking creatively and looking at brent you're drifting away there Chris. we have you for a moment and then you disappear please oh. yeah get to what what is your what? what is your question what is your comment please sir my, my comment is that now is not the time to, to be shy and stay away, but maybe to be kind of bold. And, you know, when you enter the market and go after things like crude, that is at 19 and 22. Okay, we're going to we're gonna partially agree with you here. Partially. You're yeah, right. Now is the saying. time to be buying stocks. The right time to be buying stocks is all the time. If you're buying right. stocks, if that fits in your overall portfolio. But it is not the right time to be speculating on which industries will do better in the future, which mm-hmm. type of commodity might make more than another. We do not uh, ascribe to that because we can find no one who can see the future enough to point you in the right direction when it comes to those limited opportunities. And the problem is you may think that it's obvious, but you're one of tens of millions of people who are thinking the exact same thing at the exact same time and you are very unlikely to get a leg up on the professionals who do this for a living and yes they do at times actually make money speculating on commodities or stocks but they do it for a living and they're going to destroy anyone who comes in to play on their turf who doesn't have the same access to in some cases, even inside information that gives them a leg up, a trading advantage. You're going to get killed if you try to trade against the pros as everybody else has, unless they just occasionally get lucky. So, no, we would advise against trying to speculate in any kind of market and just buy a nice, well-rounded, diversified portfolio of stocks and just 
figure this is a better time to buy them than it was um, a couple of months ago. Yep. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Tom, you're up. Welcome to the show. Hi, Tom. Oh, never mind. Tom went away, so oh. Lee's up next. Hey, Lee, welcome to the show. I think it's Leo, actually. Leo. Oh, I do have Leo written Pardon down. me. Pardon us, Leo. Hey, Leo. You there, Leo? Yes, this Leo. Go ahead. How can we help hey, you, sir? Hey, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm, I'm trying to help a friend of mine. She, she works for Boeing and has been offered an early retirement. And um, uh, uh, she's a little bit shy. And what, what I was trying to find out, what would you guys recommend that she do to make that decision to take an early retirement. She's about 60, 62 years old yeah. and has been there for over 25 years. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. The VLO in and of itself, we'll come back and talk about this on the other side of the break. It's going to tip the scale very lightly. So that would not be the majority reason for any decision. But we'll talk more about that on the other side of the break. Yeah, and it is a, it's a decision that is going to frustrate a lot of people which is why it's so important to make sure you consider all the possibilities and we're going to talk about that in just a minute tom and don are talking real money just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website talkingrealmoney.com for your real life and real future tom and don are talking real money before the break leo called us at 855-935-TALK and asked for a friend who has been offered the voluntary layoff, basically an early retirement type of a plan from Boeing, what she should do in this scenario. And as we said before the break, it's a relatively complex process. It's very, very personal. Well, very I will, personal. But yeah, thank you. And Leo, thank you for the call. But I do want, I mean, the VLO in and of itself is one week of pay, for each year of service you provided to Boeing. So if you've been there 30 years, now you're talking about another, you know, half a year or so of pay. All right. That rarely, what I was trying to say, tips the scale to retiring early or not. Does that make sense? Do we have Leo? I guess no, not. no, we don't have Leo. Oh, we, we don't lost Leo. Leo. Okay. So, I mean, Leo. so that's the thing. So, because people have, we, we have talked to people and we plug it in. So, when we do retirement planning, we, for, for folks at Boeing, we do a lot of it because we're here in the Seattle area. So, we have fairly sophisticated software that we put everything in with social security and whether you take a lump sum or an annuity with your pension and we're all, all of those things. So, but I, my point was with the VLO, is this a good time to be looking at all this? Absolutely. Should you get mm-hmm. professional help? You betcha you should before you decide to jump uh the question to to most people is do you want to keep working do you want to keep working at boeing because the vlo probably is not going to change your financial situation enough to push you one way or the other thanks for the call leo we really do appreciate it 855-935-TALK is our phone number 855-935-8255 and wayne you're on welcome to talking real money hey wayne yeah, hi, thank you. Um, I got a question, you hear me? Yes, sir, we hear you fine. Okay, good. Um, my mom, uh, 98 years old, just turned 98 uh, in February. Um, somewhere along the line, in 97, I think it was, she had somebody put her money into annuities. No. some of her money into annuities. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So now she's 98 years old, and she's being told that, or we got a letter, that um, 
come age 100, she either has to take it all out and be taxed at the normal tax rate, or she can annuitize it. Annuitize it, yeah. And annuitizing it, pardon me? Don's yeah, just, annuitizing yes, it. he's yeah, just no, I'm, acknowledging what I'm you're saying. I'm just acknowledging what you're yeah. saying, yeah. So, correct. So, where we're at with this now, that was back when she had 800000 or something. And um, she lost a little bit of it, 100 and some thousand here with this dropping, you know, we just went yep. going through now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we took 120000 out last year. Um, she paid about 23% taxes. That brought her uh, tax rate up to 150000 $300. She just went over 150. Anyhow, she so she got into about a 22% tax bracket that she paid on yep. on that money, that 120 plus. So now we're sitting here trying to figure out. She's I took a last year with her, or last couple months ago, and we moved her monies out of what she was in more risky, not risky, but stuff into just bonds, which was I think. Delaware uh, or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. So she's sitting at around 600000 in that right now. But we're still in a dilemma of what we do to help her get as much of this money back out as she can. Okay. With, and paying what the you're least talking amount of about, taxes, yes. Yeah, what you're talking about is a forced drawdown. Every annuity contract out there has a forced drawdown date where you have to take it out, pay the taxes, and and annuitizing it at this point in her life is probably not the best strategy. No, uh, I, you do a draw. You know, the, the tax bill eventually comes due, and it stinks to pay it, but it's something you're gonna you're gonna have to deal with. And I, I think you probably would be wise to just deal with it, just take it out and deal with it. But what you, it sounds like you just keep investing with the same dummies out there. I think I heard a Delaware Strategic Trust in there or something. Or? Well, no, or Delaware Delaware may have a bond fund of some kind. I don't think in. so. I, mean, I don't. I think that was maybe a Delaware Trust. I don't know, but um, I think you're getting I, I, because if she's getting advice from the same person who sold her an annuity back when, which you've discovered wasn't the best deal, uh, you got to find better better help. So, you but what you're saying, though, Don, is producer. to go ahead and just design a just, strategy to take it out the next few years. Take it out, and yeah, you got to take you. You got to have to take Pay it out tax. eventually. Take it out. Work with your accountant to make sure you do, you do it in the best way possible from a rather than management standpoint. Waiting till the forced annuitization at age 100. Right, because if you go into the forced annuitization at age 100, well, then basically what they're saying is the money it reverts to the insurance company That's and right. will pay you over X amount of time. Well, we don't. With when you're 100 years old, X amount of time is short. Probably a small number. Yeah, we don't know how long that is, but that would be my um, base level reaction without going through all of the details which really would require spending serious time with an investment advisor and an accountant to make sure you do this right this is a complex problem you have and it does require a fiduciary advisor it's not you're not getting fiduciary advice right now but i don't think you're getting fiduciary advice right now i really don't i'd shop around for a good advisor thanks for the call we do appreciate it 855-935-TALK is our number and tom you're up next welcome to talking real money hi tom hi how are you doing good how can we help you 
Well, I recognize you, too, as being rather erudite commentators regarding all things economic. So what I wanted to ask you was this. Given the fact that during the Great Depression, 90% of the American population lived on the land and 10% lived in the cities, now it's pretty much the opposite situation. Would you share with us the impact that that's going to have on our present situation as compared to the Great Depression? Wow, that is one great question. We don't get called erudite a lot either, which, so thank you for that, Tom. Uh So So in other words, will the impact of today's virus be worse due to the fact that most people live in cities rather than in the country? Would that be accurate? Is that what your question is? Yes. Can you flesh that out? You know, I mean, I flesh that out by saying, here's, look what's happened the last six weeks, even with our little business that has 14 employees. We don't see them anymore. They're, they're at home. They're working from home and they're using Zoom and their phones, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, sheltering in place apparently has helped to some extent, right? But but there's also been a great urbanization of society over the past hundred and. 100 to 120 years and it has been and that has i believe in large part helped improve the stability of the economy because you you don't have the boom or bust cycles that agrarian economies had that were outside of individuals control much like this pandemic we now have the means thanks to the 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 technology the infrastructure to recover more quickly from disasters than we did then so I believe that the urbanization and the the technological advances have been good for us and good for us financially and have provided a a faster, a means for faster recoveries from these unforeseen black swan type events. Yeah, and I think the the jury part, the the part that the jury's out on is how long people will still say, yeah, I'm not going to go do X until the government says so, or even after the government says so, will I go travel or do those other things? That is a question mark for me. Yeah, but you know, when people's relatives start dying from them doing it, they'll back off. 855-935-TALK. That's our number. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now? 